Hello, and welcome to Walking with the Tengu, a podcast where we usually explore classic texts for the modern martial artist. I've been trying to find a way to relate all this philosophy, study of wisdom, and pursuit of clear thinking to the idea of self-defense, combatives, and the warrior mindset. What I settled on was this idea of mental self-defense. If our minds can be manipulated, then our ability to defend ourselves physically is almost immaterial. To that end, I'm working through sets of common fallacies and biases. These are the roots of bad or clouded thinking, and interfere not only with how we interact with our martial arts of choice, but also in the rest of life. In the introduction, I said I was going to try and keep these short and simple, like a basic technique being taught to a beginner in the martial arts. But then I went and made a 20-minute episode about the first fallacy. At first, I figured I needed to rewrite that, but then decided the discussion around how to apply anecdotes in the context of the martial arts was more important than your average bias or fallacy. Many martial arts are just collections of endless anecdotes glued together with some physical techniques, so it seemed worthwhile to spend a little extra time on it. However, rest assured I'm going to try to stick with my original intent. Short, simple explanations of these biases and fallacies, with an intent on training ourselves to recognize them both in ourselves and others, and thus protect us from poor thinking or allowing our minds and emotions to be manipulated. To that end, let's look at our first bias of the series, known as Fundamental Attribution Error. First, let's start with a quick reminder of what a bias is. A preference or an inclination, especially one that inhibits impartial judgment. Straight to the point, and exactly what we're trying to avoid. Our biases are often implicit, subconscious, and heavily ingrained. It's like a mask we wear on our face and yet don't even realize it is there. Thus, these can be tricky to identify and require some careful thought, humility, and contemplation on our part to help us walk the path to clearer thinking. Fundamental attribution error is a bias where we have the tendency to underemphasize situational and environmental explanations for an observed behavior, while overemphasizing dispositional and personality-based explanations. Put another way, we might say that we judge others based on their character, but ourselves based on our situation. We can be more objective, less prone to allowing our emotions to cloud our judgment, if we are more charitable to other people's situations. When a mistake happens, we should try to be the first to claim personal responsibility, rather than immediately throwing excuses and blame. One might have heard of the saying, remove the plank of wood from your own eye before removing the speck of dust from another's. Maybe you've already thought of some examples from the world of martial arts. Let's start first with a normal example. When driving a vehicle, there are times when someone makes a mistake. Maybe out of carelessness, maybe as a genuine mistake. Either way, my personal theory is that people are quick to anger and rage because we feel the danger of these mistakes on a visceral level. Driving is probably one of the most likely ways for a person to die whether it is a pedestrian, a bicyclist, someone on public transportation, or in personal vehicles. 
Transportation is a common enough killer that it's almost normal in the modern world. When we are driving a vehicle and are cut off by someone, the anger bubbles up. The rage builds. Expletives are spoken, gestures made, possibly even how we are driving changes. We say, that person is a bad person. How dare they? What's wrong with them? And so on. When we do it ourselves, when we cut someone off, oh, I didn't see them, or I'm in a hurry. It was an emergency. A host of excuses arise in our mind for ourselves. All plausible possibilities for the person who cut us off in the first example, but our reaction when we are cut off is to allow scathing judgments to arise of the quality and character of the person who does it to us. The simplest way to explain this that I've found so far is the principle that when we do something, we make excuses, and when someone else does the same thing, we focus on blame, often with a rise in anger. The martial arts are no different. How many of us have experienced an accidental injury? Someone did a technique a bit too hard, wrenched our shoulder, wrapped our fingers, bent something a bit too far, missed the timing, and landed an elbow to the nose or teeth. When we do it, the excuses fly to the surface. When someone else does it to us, anger and resentment can sour the rest of the training period, or possibly every class moving forward. We are literally in a class where we interact with violence on some level, and that means we will sometimes brush violence more closely than we expected. Because it threatens our safety, at least on a subconscious level, it is more likely, like driving, to elicit a fear and anger-based response. We may know consciously that they're not trying to actually maim or kill us. The brush with danger, though, can still evoke a strong anger. I think of some advice from Marcus Aurelius on this topic. He says, In the ring, our opponents can gouge us with their nails or butt us with their heads and leave a bruise but we don't denounce them for it or get upset with them or regard them from then on as violent types. We just keep an eye on them after that, not out of hatred or suspicion, just keeping a friendly distance. We need to do that in other areas. We need to excuse what our sparring partners do and just keep our distance without suspicion or hatred. End quote. So too should it be in our training groups. There are certainly people who need to be more careful, but that will be shown with time and more training. As Marcus Aurelius says, keep your distance without suspicion or hatred. I would interpret that as keep your awareness up around them. Be a bit more careful when training with them, on guard against further mistakes or lack of control. If it continues with a lack of concern for the safety of training partners, well, that's something different and can be handled differently. If, on the other hand, it is an infrequent thing, where you let your excuses flow for yourself, but anger when someone else does it, well, you might be exhibiting signs of the fundamental attribution error bias. To close us out today, I have a second quote from Marcus Aurelius with some very simple advice on how to guard yourself from from the fundamental attribution error. He says, Be tolerant with others and strict with yourself. Spend some time thinking on this, and remember to not just talk about your philosophy, but like your martial art, live it. That's all for today. Please help the podcast out by sharing and telling people about it. 
the best way you can help us is just by letting people know that it's out there and what it's got you thinking about. Thank you for listening and talk to you again soon.